Welcome to Crosstalk News. I'm Edward Zoll. And I'm Lauren Witzke. It's been a very interesting week so far. We have caravans of truckers heading to Cal uh, Canada. We have a war brewing in the breadbasket of Europe. And most importantly, we have hate speech now being redefined as the gospel. YouTube is the devil. We'll have a lot more on that in just a moment. And our friend, Pastor Todd Coconado. All this today on Crosstalk News. Well, Lauren, this week, a song that is very near and dear to my heart has become the uh, clarion call for many truckers in the oh. nation. It's called Convoy. It's from a movie. Uh, Chris Christopherson, I think his name is, and maybe we can play a soundbite of it. Probably not, because we'll be hit by, uh, hit by uh, you know, the copyright. So we'll, we'll put B-roll up. You know, you're seeing it right here. This is a movie from, like, the 70s. It's super boomer, super corny. But the truckers right now that are gathering throughout the country, heading to Canada to try to challenge Justin Trudeau's, you can't come in the country unless you get the clot shot rule, they're playing this. And I don't know, you're probably going to think the song is kind of corny. What, what do you think about Convoy song? You haven't even heard it yet. Uh, no, I haven't. But you know, I don't know. Like, I like, I have a, a, an affection for classic, everything that's classic. <laughs> sure. The way, you know, like the old school stuff, I love it. But also, you know, I. You know this this convoy raised over four million dollars to pay yes. for gas, to pay for hotels, to send these truckers. You know, there is a whole plethora of people. There's an army of people ready to support anybody who is willing to fight. You know, they're not complaining about, oh, we're worried about the supply chain crisis that it may cause. No, they're like, these people are fighting back. Let's rally around and support them. And I have nothing but respect for that. I think that's absolutely awesome. And I love it. Everybody's ready to support somebody who's ready to fight for them. And those truckers are making a stand. And uh, yeah, that's their, uh, their call to action. That's their song. I love it. I support it. And uh, I think it's great. Oh, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, and I, I think it's a symptom of the age. I think that we are living through a populist revolution. Yes. And these are the things you, you see during uh, these times. Um, we were told about this by the Bible. We're seeing it from uh, the elections and the political uh, culture in this country. I pray it remains uh, nonviolent. I think what we're seeing with the truckers is an example of nonviolent protest. Right. I think I heard uh, one of the truckers yesterday say that they're going to Ottawa. This is the group in Canada, not the one driving up from the United States, the one in Canada, is driving to Ottawa, the capital of Canada, to give Justin Trudeau a bear hug. They're going to do it with the trucks yeah. driving around. They're not going to, you know, but it's, it's, it's the culture is so interesting. Um, the, the big thing about the trucker revolution, I'd say, is I do wonder what the impact will be on uh, the availability of food, the availability of supplies. We, we know as a, as a media company, we've had a hard time sometimes getting cords, computers, other things. We haven't necessarily felt it too bad, but uh, I do think this is a, a just cause because this is about people's livelihoods. People's lives are ending. Yes. Their careers are ending yes. because they refuse to roll the dice with the inoculation, experimental jab that's killing people, injuring people. And we're being gaslighted and told that we have to shut up and just take it to participate in society. Well, I, I refuse. You've, you've refused, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, of course. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to get the death shot. Will never happen, ever. Thanks, but, uh, but I don't want to be half robot and oh, grow or, a fin. Or lizard, whatever right? is, yeah, whatever it is. Whatever it's doing to people, yeah. Well, I know another person who has taken the righteous stand of refusing the clutch shot. A good friend of this program. And he's a faith leader, too. Thank goodness, because we need more faith leaders who are refusing to participate in the Luciferian system. It's a beast system. 
Well, he's, a, he's a definitely an ally in this fight against yes, the Luciferian system. He knows the truth about it. And his name is Pastor Todd Coconata. Welcome to Crosstalk, Todd. I'm so glad to see you back on your feet. Thank you. Well, you know, like I was telling you in the green room, Edward, uh, thank God to these frontline doctors and people that were willing to put their careers and their lives on the line to share the truth. You know, things like ivermectin that work, you know, and uh, so I'm really thankful for them. And I'll tell you, like you said, this is a populist movement around the world. You know, when you're in Canada or even the United States and you see the shelves in your stores that are full, thank the truckers. You know, those are the people that get those goods to the market. And I know that personally being in retail for many years and in market. I mean, it's all, uh, you know, supply and demand and a, and a supply chain structure. And when you see the shelves bare, thank Joe Biden and his administration because and, and Justin Trudeau and these tyrants that have, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, forced people uh, to choose between their job, their employment, their livelihood and putting this, uh, like you said, this very questionable uh, experimental drug into their system. And I honestly, uh, you know, both of you guys, I, I think this is so wild. That, that, that we actually allowed this to happen for so long. I, I, you know, I, I'm surprised there hasn't been movements like this you know, earlier on because so many people, thousands of people have reached out to me, Edward, uh, that have literally lost their jobs. I remember in the month of November and December of last year, uh, in the tune of millions of Americans walked away from their job because they didn't want to take the, the vaccine. You know, and so, uh, you know, I'm glad that people are standing up. These truckers are doing the right thing. Uh, I wish we would have done a little bit sooner, but all Americans, all people around the world that love freedom uh, need to, you know, get together on this and stand up against tyranny because this is insane. We're, we're enduring together and we're growing together. Those are the two words I really feel from the Lord, especially this year, is last year, everyone was facing on the OSHA mandate. And honestly, we're now seeing it got stopped, but... The companies that preemptively took action and the employees who preemptively said, well, they're going to make me take it anyway, I'm going to go and take it, or I'm just going to quit these other things. Many people were forced out of their job. Many people were forced out of their careers, out of the military, and they're now trying to figure out what the rest of their life looks like. Now, my encouragement to them has been, Todd, that your life's not over. It's just begun. I know uh, we're trying to do what we can here at Crosstalk News at TLM Global, our company. If you know how to edit and watch this, we'd be glad to, uh, to take your resume, crosstalknews at protonmail.com. We're trying to do what we can to build up the Christian parallel economy. Yes. Because that's what we have to do to respond to this. They are literally changing society all around us, and you and I aren't going to stop breathing. We're not going to stop acting. We're not going to stop uh, carrying out our mission in society because it's in our blood by being Christians, right? Absolutely. And, you know, there's something more to having a tribe. You know, like, hmm. okay, so I lost my job, but somebody else, like, within my tribe is right there in to swoop me up and find another place for me to be. And that's kind of what we're trying to build. Um, you know, like, hey, listen, like, I just got fired here, but you're part of our tribe, so we're going to take care of you. You know, we may not be able to give you a million dollars because <laughs> so somebody needs to give me a million dollars, actually. What so would I can you do with a million dollars? So I can start paying people that's so right. I can build oh, my okay. tribe. You know, I need some... You know how the left has their corporate billionaires and millionaires who, like, they take care of their people, though. You see yes, when, like, do. a Democrat comes under they attack, stick together. they stick together. We're building the same thing. I have that same concept, but somebody needs to give me a million dollars first. So. Hey, you ask <laughs> and you receive. <laughs> 
Well, well, you know, what Lauren's saying is so true, though, because the left is really good at circling the wagons and getting behind people, like you said, corporate donors. There are people on our side that have a lot of money, and they need to invest it in the kingdom. You know, it's yes. an alternative ecosystem. I mean, we need to develop an alternative ecosystem where people literally, like the Bible says, to come out from among them, where we're not partnered with these woke corporations. We're not partnered with these people that literally hate us. You know, we've got to come out from among them and have our own ecosystem where we can thrive and uh, in in the free flow of ideas and capital, real capitalism, not crony capitalism, but real capitalism, where you know we will flourish and we will thrive if we have this system set up. So that's where we're at right now, I believe, is, is that we're in this period of setting up this alternative ecosystem. We're seeing it with social media, you know, with the free speech platforms. And uh, this needs to happen in all areas of life, in all facets of society. Well, I think that uh, one of the most poignant things right now is that the censorship is no longer just a story read about, about a president being silenced. It how, has now come to what many predicted. The gospel itself is being censored across these platforms which grew through subsidization and protection by our own government. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they are carrying out the mission of the Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist, in silencing the gospel, attacking the elect, persecuting us, and there has been a solid example. Now, it's actually formal policy as of this week. We've opened the show talking about the trucker revolution, which happened because Justin Trudeau said no one can come through the Canadian border unless you've got a vaccine card, unless you're vaccinated, you've taken the clot shot. Well, the other thing that's happened in Canada is there was a bill, the C4 bill that was passed. Justin Trudeau, the prime minister in Canada said, it's a necessity for us to get back to a normal modern society. This bill, outlawed conversion therapy. Now, what we're talking about here, we're not talking about electromagnetic therapy, shock therapy, we're talking about counseling individuals who are thinking about getting surgery, thinking about uh, you know, going through the process of, of changing their gender, whatever that yeah, so looks like. what it like. does is it illegalizes or criminalizes your ability to change your mind. Yeah. That is what it does. So say you're struggling with gender, gender identity, you are not allowed to talk through it. You know, you just have to, choose the alter like the other gender like that's the way it is like say hey i struggle with my identity as a male um i'm not sure like why am i drawn to wearing dresses or doing this you're not allowed to talk through that they completely criminalized it and that's what those bills do yes. um you know they and they did it through propaganda saying oh it's like shock therapy it's abuse taking somebody's story uh getting some kid to cry on tv saying he was abused during conversion therapy that is not the case it's it's therapy it's it it saved thousands yes. hundreds of thousands yes. and, and again the the way that Christians in society impact the rest of society is through counseling. Counseling is a form of evangelism. Yes. It's, a, it's a form of witnessing. But why I bring this up, there was a, a very prominent pastor out in California, Pastor John MacArthur. Now he addressed this. He, he came out against uh, this, this action by Justin Trudeau. He said, everybody on January 16th needs to preach against this bill, preach against this and preach about biblical gender. Biblical gender identity, biblical sexuality, which is a man and a woman, marriage, simple thing that's in the Bible. Well, YouTube has finally shown, I said they've shown their colors already, but they've now made it formal corporate policy. If you dare share that message, which is the gospel of the kingdom, you will be silenced, you will be censored, and it is now considered hate speech. I mean, this, I, I can't, I'm, not, I'm not shocked. This thing, I'm not shocked. I'm sure you guys aren't. But now it's clear to me that this is a war. Yeah. They've, they've actually declared formal war 
against Christians. Well, they tried to the do this on the federal level with the Equality Act. They tried mm, to right. criminalize uh, Jesus Christ, basically. But, you know, it's the same thing with these vaccine mandates. They don't have to do it. The government doesn't have to do it because they have their corporate shills who will do it for them. So it doesn't matter that uh, it, the Equality Act didn't pass on a legislative level. Uh, YouTube's going to enforce it. Facebook is going to enforce it. Their corporate oligarchy will enforce it for them. Mm. Well, Todd, I, I've sent you the sound before the show. I want to play it for the audience, and I want to hear your take on, again, you're a pastor. I, I don't want to speak for you, but I think I do when I say you probably agree with what John MacArthur is saying here. But this is what got John MacArthur banned from YouTube. Simply stated, there is no such thing as transgender. You're either XX or XY. That's mm -hmm. it. God made man male and female. That is determined genetically that is physiology, that is science, that is reality. This notion that you are something other than your biology is a cultural construct intended as an assault on God. The only way you can address it honestly is to say, God made you, and God made you exactly the way He wanted you to be. You're not only fighting God in His physical creation, you are, even more importantly, fighting God in His sovereignty. You are fighting God in His spiritual relationship to you. This is a war on God. I'm not going to let God tell me who I am. I'm not going to let God define me. I'm going to be my own God. I'm going to define myself. And you're in, you're in Romans 1, and that's a reprobate mind. That's a mind that doesn't even function. So while saying that with firmness so you understand it, I think this has to be dealt with with love and compassion because there's some, some holes in the heart of someone going in that direction. There, there's a, a lack of being loved and accepted and feeling wanted and needed and significant. So on the one hand, the reality of that lie and deception is so damaging, so destructive, so isolating, so corrupting that it needs to be confronted. But on the other hand, that confrontation can't exaggerate what already exists, which is a sense of feeling isolated in relationships. So you've got to find the fine line between confronting the error of it to protect the person and at the same time providing the love and affirmation that that person needs to be all that God would have that person be. All right. Well, you know, Edward, I, I absolutely agree with John MacArthur. I thank God for pastors that are bold like John MacArthur. All he's doing is sticking to biblical truth. He's just sticking to core Christian doctrine. And uh, it shouldn't be anything that's uh, viewed as extreme or, you know, but this is where we're at. And we knew this moment was coming. We knew it was a slippery slope. And this is what we've been trying to warn pastors that say, you know what, I'm just not going to get involved in politics. You know, I'm just going to preach the word of God. They'll leave me alone. And we've been trying to sound the alarm saying, look, they're coming for you because what the core of this whole thing is, it's an attack on biblical Christianity. 
That's what it's an attack on. And so they're going to continue. It's a slippery slope that's going to continue. They're going to look at other core elements of our doctrine and our beliefs, and they're going to label it hate speech. They got, uh, you know, organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center that are going to go after pastors that are simply speaking the truth of the word of God. And so really what we have to do is we have to say, I'm going to stand no matter what. And I've made this decision in my life, and every pastor is going to have to come to this decision where we're going to have to say, I'm going to stand for the Word of God. And people say, well, what about Romans 13? Well, when, when the government is going against the Word of God, the, the Bible is what we stand with, not the government. So if the government says that the Bible is illegal, I stand with the Bible. I don't stand with the government. Now, I'm all about being a good citizen and all about you know following the laws of the land, but not if it intersects with my faith and with the Word of God. I'm going to stand by the Word of God, and I don't care what the consequences are and I know that's a big statement but that's where we have to get to because otherwise we don't understand the battle is light versus darkness this is what we're involved in a war it's a battle of light versus darkness but if the people of God stand and we push back we will win in Jesus name and you know how we will win also a lot of people say so that you mentioned the SBLC and like the ADL these organizations are labeling uh, Christianity as hate speech but not only that uh, they're uh, launching their tribe to attack our tribe, and they prey on our Christian compassion, where they're like, oh, how could you say something like this? You're a bigot, you know, whatever, and we cave every time. But we have to understand that these people operate like organizations like the SBLC, ADL. They operate in the Antichrist system. So why would we be compassionate or give an inch to, to organizations like this? We as Christians have to be bold. You know, you speak the word of truth, uh, the word of God, and you know what? It's eternal. It never changed. God God didn't go back and edit and be like, okay, well, society changed, so uh, we're going to smear the, the uh, gender identity lines. No, that never changed. It was always the same. Uh, his word is eternal, and we as Christians, uh, as Christ-following Christians, uh, we are doing Jesus Christ a disservice. We're actually operating in the Antichrist system if we buy into that lie. I agree with what you're saying. We're actually doing the very people that we're criticizing a disservice. We don't uphold biblical values. So again, by letting them live out in their sin, in their dysfunction, in their dysphoria, we would be failing in the Great yes. Commission. We failing, we letting them live out an eternal death, fiery yes. death. And all we're doing is sharing the gospel with them. We're holding up a line. And there's a reason for this line. It's been such a weird last couple of years because even the secular are seeing uh, scandals of child pedophilia, seeing scandals of war, scandals of corruption. They're saying, why is society like this? Why is there so much uh, fraud? Why is there so much abuse? And I'm sitting here looking at this and saying, well, these are the fruits of rebellion. And it's, it, it's really, you look at this, the fruits of rebellion. And, and I have to constantly pinch myself. I'm like, my goodness, that guy, that's a guy wearing a dress who is walking around pretending as if we have to call him a man or a woman. Look, this video will get deleted from YouTube right away. And I'm proud for it. <laughs> I'm proud that we stand on the word of God and we're not moved by the threats of man. I'm to fear God, not man. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, God's word also says the wages of sin is death. You know, you keep, you keep living like this, you will die. And it is not going to be like some you get a second chance. No, that's it. That's it. And the life you lived determines where you go next and spend eternity. Mm -hmm. And you know, like and like you said, we're doing people a disservice by not calling out sin and confronting sin for what it is. And I know we get a lot of heat in the natural for it, but you know, if you could save one person uh, from a lifetime or a, a eternity 
of pure torment, why wouldn't you? Mm. You know, like, I don't really care if they call me bad names. Like, who cares? Like, their words don't mean anything to me. What matters to me is the people, like other people, like, it's, it's real. That's the thing. It's real. That eternity and how it's real. And people need to grasp that. It's not some just, uh, like, some myth. This, this is what it is. Well, Todd, you, you can speak to this, uh, and I know you're in agreement with us on these things because we're, we're, <laughs> we're just trying to work through the same life you are, but our identity is in Christ. What would you say to believers watching this who are trying to have the courage to stand firm in this and be on the offensive? Not about just the defense and endurance. We're talking about living out your identity as Christ as a witness in a time that that may make you lose your job, make it kick you off the Internet, but you're going to be a proud boy when it comes to the Father, okay? Well, 100%, we have to stand by what we believe, which is truth. There's not his truth or her truth. There's the truth, and that's the truth of the Word of God. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word became flesh. Jesus is the Word. Now, here's the thing. The Lord's been giving me a word, and I want to share it with you and, and the audience right now. It's from 1 Kings 18, 20 through uh, 40. And this is when the prophet Elijah, I really believe these are the days of Elijah. And the prophet Elijah, okay, he called out the prophets of Baal. I think there was 450 of them. And he took them to Mount Carmel, right? And so I'm calling out the prophets of Baal, the fake news media, the criminals in big pharma, uh, big tech, Hollywood elites, the swamp in government, the communists in the educational institutions. What's happening right now, we're at a precipice moment and the people of God need to take a stand. We serve the God of heaven and earth, the real, true, one and only God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then there's the fake gods of this world, the, the prophets of Baal, right? That are all these institutions that I just mentioned. So I believe we're at this moment right now in history where all these people are waking up and we're on the cusp of the greatest end time harvest, the greatest revival in the history of the world. And so what we need to do right now, we need to come out from among them. We need to separate ourselves from the sin and the unrighteousness. And we need to call out the prophets of Baal. Because they're fake. And the God of heaven and earth is going to rain down in fire, I believe, right now. And that's what we're seeing. So I'm not worried about the Southern Poverty Law Center. I'm not worried about the fake news media. They've already tried to come after me. They've already tried to come after me financially. The government's come after me. But you know what? I'm going to stand. And this is what we need to do as people of God. I believe he's going to be with us. The Bible says, occupy until he comes. He's with us even until the end of the age. And so if we stand like that, Edward and, and Lauren, we're going to see a great victory and we are going to have a, an end time harvest of souls like we've never seen before. And I'm excited about that. Oh, I'm excited with you, Todd. How, do you, how do you even follow up after that epic, <laughs> after that epic thing? All right, show's over. Thanks, guys. Well, yeah, we, we, <laughs> our job because, here is done. <laughs> because we control our own show. We can't do that. We can't do that. I mean, it, what I'd say to Todd is uh, it is an honor to be on the front lines with you. And I know that there are hundreds of thousands of people that, that look toward people like us and say, well, I'm just a regular person. I've got a family. I've got a kids I take to school every day. I'm being told to wear this mask. I've been told, you know, you're just going to have to pay double for meat. You just have to do that cheap. Yeah, I know that they're they're saying I want to I want to speak out of my church, live but my pastor no, keeps trying to get people to eat bugs now. Bugs so we is have that to true? Live in a pod, you'll own nothing uh. and you'll like it. You have to rent your little pod, and then you have to eat the bug cookies. That is what the plan they have for us. Well, you know, After I got they I heard another plan. Us with whatever experimental uh, booster that they have planned yeah. for us next. The Fauci ouchie. Huh? Well, I've heard another plan. The Fauci Ouch, is that the name for it? Is it? No one's yeah. used that. It's not good anymore. I, I won't use that anymore. Lame. But okay, but I heard another plan. And I've heard to heck with all of that. Okay, we're going to follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're going to be bold. We're going to be courageous. I've only got one life to live. All right, I'm, 
I know my family way back in the day was India. They believe in this crazy reincarnation stuff. That ain't real. I am born again, though. The Lord is protecting me, is with me, and it's an honor to stand with men like you, Todd, leaders like you. And my encouragement to anybody watching this is you're just like us. If you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you're born again, you're baptized, you have the same Holy Spirit power that we have. And all it takes is just being bold, outspoken. I mean, that's, that honestly is what uh, attracted me to your content, Lord. When I first reached out to you, I was like, this is a, this is a very bold woman. Yeah. She dare call out the sins of the world. I think you got off your Twitter uh, account before I did. Rick Renau, <laughs> <Okay>. Trump's number <laughs> one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was brutal. But hey, you know what? Whatever. I said what I said. And you know what? A lot of people ended up agreeing with me. So, you know. Well, onward, brothers and sisters. That. Todd, I, I think you gave the last word, but do you, I'll give you the last word before we close on out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can top what he just said. But yeah, finish this off, Todd. <laughs> It's just, it's a moment of decision. It's a moment of decision in our nation. It's a moment of decision in our world. It's a moment of decision in the church. You know, are we going to stand? Are we going to stand for righteousness? Are we going to cave? Are we going to capitulate? Are we going to be the powerless church? Are we going to be the empowered church? I choose the empowered church. I want to be the church of Philadelphia, not the church of Laodicea. And so if that's the case, then we got to spend time in the secret place. We got to recharge, restrengthen ourselves in our faith. You know, Paul encouraged himself. We got to encourage ourselves. David encouraged himself. And so just encourage yourself by spending time with the Lord, being empowered by the Holy Spirit, and no weapon formed against us will prosper. The gates of hell will not prevail. We are empowered, and we're going to take back the territory. The violent take it by force. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, um, on that, I will share that uh, Paul did share with Timothy, we must fight the good fight, and no, we're doing that here. We're doing that here at Crosstalk News. If you like the content you're seeing here, you can send us an email. You can also send us uh, a request for stories, prayer requests, support, any of that kind of stuff can go to crosstalknews at protonmail.com. We also have uh, food for what I, I do believe could be a potential famine coming. Uh, prepare a crosstalk. We have a, a special deal with Patriot oh, this Supply. Is my, this is my that's favorite yours, part. Yes, yeah. that, that's mine. So anywho, we got a package of the crosstalk meal. Have you made some yet? I may have looked at it, but that's next. Okay, so you said we weren't going to eat it before, but anyway, you got to prepare for the incoming possible uh, zombie apocalypse that's coming. I, I, I always plan for the next zombie apocalypse. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but anyway, you, you never saw know. You the photo I put into Signal, but well, there is zombies, and they got you little jabs know. in their arm. So, yeah. And if you want to sew into what we're building here, uh, we're training young interns, we're bringing people in, people uh, that cannot get jobs anywhere else because they don't have the experimental jab. Uh, we really are building something here. Uh, we've built a studio, and if you'd like to help support us, uh, please uh, go to preparewithcrosstalk.com. Is that correct? Yes, and yeah, that's uh, purchase prepper food. Um, it's always good to have, be prepared. You never know; these people are nuts. This government's insane. You never know what's coming. Uh, please uh, sew into what we're building. Also, you can go to uh, mypillow.com. If you need comfort, if you need pillows, if, if you need slippers, yeah. If you need, and uh, go to uh, and please you consider using the promo code Crosstalk. Good job, by the way, getting that promo. That's that's real good. That's uh, that's I'm a circle. huge Lindell fan. Dude, <laughs> it's we a great did interview. Awesome interview with him where he just talked about smoking crack the whole time. It was great. It I was that that him. legitimately was the I'm subject of that. But it was Mike Lindell stand conquering it, conquering the addiction, yes. of course. It was yeah. Great. Well, this has been another wonderful episode of Cross Die. We're glad to put this together for you. We'll be doing these again Monday, Friday, and live streams on on Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live stream on Friday, and we are actually even getting content done on Friday too. So. Uh, we also have a Bible study in the mornings. We're looking to put this on Cozy. Right now it's on Telegram. You'll find it through my Telegram. I think it's 
uh, Edward Zoll on, on Telegram. We got to get uh, Pastor Todd streaming on Cozy. We do. It'll be fun. Well, uh, what are you doing Friday? <laughs> I guess I'm on Cozy. All righty. All right. We'll figure that out. That's going to be good. Well, I, I think I speak on behalf of the entire team here at Crosstalk News. God bless you. Christ is with you. He's with you every day. Keep up the fight, brother. God bless you. America, what you need's a little honesty.